Welcome back to the Canadian Gumball Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me today, none other than my co-host. Hello, hello. We're doing the COVID-19 podcast right now. You know. Main, no, but we're, we're exercising social distancing. Yeah. The, Coach Nick and I have uh, exactly two meters between us right now. Actually, you've been in self-isolation for uh, some time now. So Driving me nuts. It, is, it, is it making you crazy? Yeah. Go out, go to the drugstore, go to the grocery store, and it's about it, really. Do you wash your hands frequently? All the time. Are, are you li- are you bathing in hand sanitizer? In, in, in the hand sanitizer and antiseptic? Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I, I thought about it the other day, and I mean, certainly uh, we've, we've never really talked about it here, but it probably is a good idea to discuss, you know, some of the protocol people should uh, should be using. Some of, the, some of the things that people, I think, uh, believe are harmless actually could be could be a cause for transmission of the virus i'm thinking about things like the gas pumps and I, I oh yeah you don't think about it you you don't you're like you're thinking you're thinking to yourself you know I'm, I'm not around people and i mean it sounds like a no-brainer when i mention it you know aloud but you know there's a lot of people out there i'm sure that you know get up in the morning barely have uh you know enough sleep go to uh you know get their cup of coffee jump in their car for whatever reason and they go to the gas pumps not realizing yep. how many people you know are wiping their noses and you know whatever got, else yeah whatever else yeah. and are handling those pumps opening so, a door like very simple things. yeah yeah and so you, you kind of you gotta really be conscientious uh about you know the things you touch and the way you disinfect uh afterwards i mean I, i've seen people wiping the gas pumps down prior to the yep. you know using them which is which is kind of neat and uh you know but i i did i did it the other day and, and broke it down in my head and i'd love to talk about it here for a second but like i mean i i literally got out of my car uh, you know, use the gas pump, you know, using as, as few fingers as possible to touch yeah. it, looking, looking, I'm sure pretty ridiculous. And, and then, you know, of course, you know, I'm wiping my hands down with hand sanitizer and going into the store and then I'm touching a keypad cause I, I refuse to get and the, get yeah, the like if you, even if you go to the bank, you get money out of the bank, you got to touch the, the touch screen, yeah. the keypad to put your, your pin number in. Yeah. Like. So, so, so then I'm in the store and I touch the, the touchpad and I'm coming out of the store and of course I've got my my keys in my hand and I open up the door to my car and I, I sit inside my car and then I realize that if I if I go backwards now I, I put a little bit more hand sanitizer on now I'm wiping down my steering wheel wiping down yeah. my shifter wiping down my keys wiping down my debit card and stepping outside my car and I'm wiping off my door handle and and in the interior of it where your fingers touch it and it's it's necessary when you think about it because well necessary I mean, in order to exercise true precautions, if we have to do that every do single time, it'll take us four hours to go to the store. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting anything right? done. But, but at the same That's time, though, it, it probably the easiest thing to do is to get, get what you need and uh, not have contact with items that are handled by the public on a regular basis and or be around people, uh, you know, uh, you know, publicly, and hanging out in places. And I mean, obviously now, you know, the government is uh, finally cluing in the the liberal government that cares so much about us has finally decided that they're going to, you know, force upon people, uh, you know, well, not curfew yet, but they're talking about, you know, enforcement of, you know, social distancing, not just recommending it. Well, I've seen, I think there's been a couple things in the media hmm. or on social media as well, uh, where people getting fined. Mm. There's, there is, I don't know if you caught it. It was out in Vancouver, uh, BC to say the least. There was some just douchebag couple 
uh, in a park that has had been closed, yeah. selling um, the, the the masks for twenty bucks each. Oh, really? They were fined five hundred bucks. Yeah. Returned within forty eight hours. Again. Yeah. Oh yeah. So well, like you know what? Like people are saying, and I, and I see some of the response saying, you know, you got to do what you got to do, and they're just making money. It's like it's okay to make money. It's not okay to be a douchebag and take advantage. You can make money without taking advantage of people. As far as I'm concerned, those people should be charged. There, there's always going to be people that are going to capitalize on on fear and a situation, and uh, certainly, certainly, I, I really I find myself. Um, you know, divided, like, you know, really beside myself on the subject of being told what to do. I, I know it's sensible to kind of not self quarantine, but, you know, to, to socially distance myself from people for the time being. I know that it's probably a good idea just to stay inside. I do not like the idea of being told it's mandatory. I do not like the idea of somebody telling That's human me. nature. I don't, I don't think anybody likes being told what to do for the most part. No, some people do. Some people well, do. Some people don't mind it. And in certain in certain locations, uh, I, I find that, that there are people that are very accepting. I mean, speak to anybody from China. They, they really have become a con- conditioned to the idea of being watched by the government, fined by the well, government. I don't think they like penalized. it. They don't have a choice. There's a difference. Yeah. Well, no. If you, if you, you know, I had an opportunity to speak to somebody the other day, and they were, they were saying, well, you know, you just kind of get used to it. And I'm thinking, I could never get used to yeah. always thinking someone's yeah. watching my behavior. And, and don't and, forget, over there, they're raised and socialized that way, right? Yeah. So it, it's, I guess it's uh, not that makes it okay, but I mean, I guess it's an easier of a transition. There's really no transition from. Childhood to adulthood, adulthood, because that's all they've ever known, unfortunately. Well, it come, I'm sure it comes down to conditioning, and I, yep. I don't, I don't like the idea of conditioning people to feel uh, like it's okay to uh, to be, for lack of a better term, you know, monitored the way they are, or feel there. dependent, or dependent. Yeah, yeah. you know, which, which I'm, not, I'm an adult. I, I pay my taxes. I've never been in trouble with the law. I'm educated, like. I know what I know right from wrong, and I think majority of people know right from wrong. And and that's something that I think you know is happening here. Is I think most people are getting it. Uh, you know, this is serious. It doesn't require everybody to panic, but I mean, it's it's serious. It could impact a, a number of people. I understand that the death, the death ratio has uh, stepped up a little bit. It's gone from you know three point four percent, or at least what's being reported, three point four percent. It's now somewhere in the neighborhood of thirteen, which is a lot higher than. Is this they, worldwide or is this Canada? It's not Canada. You know what? I, I believe I believe it's worldwide that they, they the number has uh, gone up somewhat. Now, do you know, relatively speaking, to keep it in perspective, probably the, for the majority of, our, of the listeners, do you know what Canada's is? Because I don't. You know, I I, 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 I think yours is still pretty like super low. Yeah. Oh no, no, abs- absolutely. I think I think people are pretty sensible here, and uh, most people have heard by now that it's you know it's out there that people have to be cautious. And I think if we took. Italy and Spain, out of that number, it would drop significantly. Yeah, you know, and, and I really, I really do wonder what it is about Italy that made it uh, so vulnerable. Well, to this. Uh, it, it's interesting you should say that, and we didn't set this up. So, my friend, a good friend of mine, his mom, mm-hmm. um, he's Italian. His mom, her whole family's still there. So, I asked him the other day. We had a conversation about. I just wanted to check in with him, and I said, "Have you talked to any of your relatives?" Mm-hmm. said no my mom has and, and she identified um or and he identified a number of reasons why it kind of really flourished in italy and mm-hmm. something i never thought about but that kind of makes sense number one he said i guess especially within the tourist areas a lot of the tourist 
areas like you know the Spanish Steps and in Rome and, and and the Vatican, he said a high, like overabundantly high amount of uh, the tourists are from Asian countries. Oh. Number one. Number two, he said a lot of the, um, a lot of the merchants have sold uh, their, their companies and their businesses to the Chinese or the Asian co- countries who have in, since in, brought in their employees to work there. Forget that for a second. He said that with respect to their their way of life, he said st- he said over there they still have two and three generations of people living in the same house. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, you got two two never mind three generations of of people living in the same house. There's not a hell of a lot of social distancing going on there. No, no. I so don't I think there's a number of factors, and I'm, I'm not pointing the finger at at. You know, uh, China, some, some, China, China, yeah, <laughs> to blame. But I mean, it is what it is. If that's is that's the state of, of, of affairs over there, then that's that's the state of affairs. It, it's now whether that significantly contributed to it or not, I don't know. Um, well, Italian, but, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm Italian, and and certainly I'm half Italian as well. You're well, you're you're, you're a card carrier. As far as, as as far as I'm concerned, you're a card carrying member of the community. Of you know what? Compared to me, I'm, I'm a whitewash Italian. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 100% pure Italian, <laughs> but, but compared to you, I, I'm whitewash at best. I speak the food, and that's about it. Mortadella, <laughs> provolone. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I want I want to preface this entire conversation by admitting wholeheartedly that I am not a doctor. Doctor, nor am I a medical professional, and I I know absolutely. You can't even spell doctor. No, uh, you know what? That's not nice. Come on. You don't, had don't, to sound it out a couple of times. We practiced before this. You know what? Started. No practicing. Uh, but I think that it's it's awesome that you take an interest uh, in what's going on in Italy, and you actually did some of the research that I did not. But it makes total sense. Italians are touchy feely. I mean, they are. They just yeah, by their very oh, yeah. Name. And then the the, the the European kiss each yeah. cheek, like uh, hello. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so so in its own way, uh, the culture over there would lend itself well to the. Transmission Absolutely of this virus. So, I mean, I, I could see there being a problem. And I can't help but notice on the news right now, Doug Ford has made an announcement just now that they're going to be reducing uh, hydro rates. Uh, that that that's that's nice. Off peak hours, off twenty four seven. Yeah, it's already started. Good, good. I like yeah. that. Anything that can give Canadians a break, because I mean, a lot of people are you know not going to work and uh, certainly are you know a little bit nervous during these uncertain times. Well, with the amount of people in Ontario that are home now, yeah, or working primarily from home, I mean, you're going to have that that usage. Yeah. I don't know if it'd be necessarily increased because if you're not using electricity at home because you're at work. You're still using electricity. Yeah. But well, nonetheless, it's, you know what? It's a break for people that during the trying times. So. Well, well, you know, a lot of things that I think people don't think about. I mean, like we, we have the virus. That in itself is, is you know, uh, of great concern all by itself. But but beyond that, beyond that, we have to examine things like um, the possibility of an increase in crimes. I mean, you've got... You got people. You got people that are uh, out of work. Uh, they're nervous. Uh, there's certainly, and in, in, you know, I was raised in Hamilton. H Town is a bit of a rough place at the best of times. But you know, uh, well, we, cer- yeah, certain areas. But but yep. as a but as a police officer, uh, you know, of 20 years working for the service, I, I always noticed uh, an ins, uh, you know, an increase. Uh, and an upswing in the number of crimes uh, that would be occurring during hard economic times. 
Oh and yeah, there's a correlation. Regardless ab- ab- pandemic, there's always been a correlation, like ab- recessions yep. or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And so and so as as people find themselves, you know, uh, you know, getting a little bit more desperate. You know the uh, the crime uh, rate tends to go up. I noticed that as a police officer. Certainly, that kept us pretty busy. And you know, thefts go up. And uh, you know, then you, of course, when once thefts go up, you get a frustrated public that mm-hmm. uh, start to do things to prevent the thefts from going on. And then you, of course, encounter more and more people that are frustrated enough that they don't uh, call the police yeah. right away, and instead decide that they're going to go outside and confront uh, whoever it is that is uh, trying to. To relieve them of their illegally owned property. So the irony behind that yeah. <laughs> is, if we had, uh, I guess, more rights with respect to self-defense, maybe we wouldn't have to put the tax on the on the on the police resources there. You know, just a thought. Like, you, you, well, you know, let's exclude firearms from this equation. Oh, well, I'm not including yeah, firearms. Yeah, yeah. I'm just you know, self-defense. Yeah, no, 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 no. Absolutely. And and let's exclude, you know, like because I know that there's somebody out there right now that's, you know, saying, "Whoa, whoa, 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 you know, you're talking about guns to defend yourself. I don't want I don't want Bill Blair to take this out of context. We're talking about self-defense just in a general sense and certainly not including firearms, but I can say this and I'm, I'm sure there's uh, a ton of americans and canadians out there right now that are saying you know we should and you know that's not what we're talking about i, I want to no. talk about just just self-defense in general uh people that go out there to confront uh you know someone that's trying to relieve them of property uh i know as a police officer for years i listened to my colleagues uh leaning into people and saying you know we can't recommend you do that you know, like you probably should not get directly involved. I mean, you put yourself at risk when you step outside your home and uh, certainly try and confront someone who's uh, attempting to steal something of yours. And that 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 could be dangerous. And I uh, to this day, even now, not as a police officer, I could say that I'm I'm nervous about, you know, advising anybody from the general public to do that. I think everybody's got to make a, a personal decision. Absolutely. Yep. You know, and that's uh, that's up to them. But but returning now back to, to the subject of people capitalizing on, you know, the panic and the pandemonium that occurs during an event like this. Uh, let's talk about the liberals and the leaked information by Global News that they were looking to give Bill Morneau uh, unlimited spending power and uh, free reign to spend our tax dollars. Blank check. A blank check. And, and 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 without any kind of parliamentary oversight, the fact that they it's would little... even well, the fact that they would even ask for that during this time, like I mean, what does that have to do with this event and this phenomenon? Until tw- December twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, like let's let's let's. You think taxes are bad now? Oh. You know what? First of all, I would I would argue that this government has probably the shadiest in existence ever in Canadian history. One, two, uh, Bill Morneau uh, neglected to disclose some of his interests at uh, one stage very early on, uh, following his appointment as the Minister of Finance, and or was directly involved in decision making processes that would have a direct impact on businesses that he had something to gain. His family, his family, yeah, yeah, old, yeah. you well, know. Morno own Morno Chappelle and and yeah. basically what that is is because we have access to it um, through uh, our employee assistance program yeah so they manage that whole thing so uh, you know being the, being the the union steward at work if somebody comes to you saying like whatever you know they're stressed and I can refer them to Morno Chappelle the company Morno Chappelle. Um, give them the 800 number, whatever, and then they can kind of pick it up from there, and they offer a wide range of 
supports, but that's his family. Who that's owns his that. family. Yeah, okay. and well, that's nationwide. That's yeah. a nationwide company, as far as I know. Well, the the, the signature move of this liberal government is is seemingly to. Uh, neglect to mention and or to, you know, uh, omit that they have interests. And it seems quite often there, there, there appear to be conflict uh, of interests that uh, keep on popping up again and again and again. You know, like I, I think I think at this point we've we've had them found guilty by the Ethics Commission on several occasions. Justin Trudeau himself personally has uh, quite often. It seems this government doesn't seem to recognize the difference between right and wrong like the simple in the simplest of terms i know i know for years as a police officer if i thought perhaps it might reflect poorly on the service and or there may be you know a conflict i would steer away from anything that might even be perceived as such and and the optics alone could prevent me from uh, perhaps getting involved in in something but this government seems to have absolutely no problem at all. Don't believe I don't believe for a second that they are oblivious to like they they know. I think they're I think it's just Playing. I mean once or twice, okay, I get it. Yeah. Not repeated offenses. That's just blatant disregard for anything. Like one or two you can you can say, okay, you know what, somebody looked into it, somebody was asked to look into it, they didn't. And we're sorry, and then it's shut down right away, and it's done. And then, Everything's cut off. And, All the, but that hasn't happened. And and you would think so. That, there's no way. And you would think that after being busted on several occasions, that they would back down off. You know, like they'd be more careful, more cautious. But they're not. It just seems like once it's out of the news feed and people have forgotten about it. You know, like almost the following week, it seems something else has come up. Just uh, don't know. care. Well, you know, like here in the middle of this, you know, in these tumultuous times, you know, they they make a power play. You know, uh, essentially to to develop, you know, uh, far reaching, unlimited, you know, spending power after they've already, you know, carted off more dollars out of this country than, you know, and, and amongst other things. But like, I mean, at the end of the day, this government makes a move like that, drops it, uh, you know, through global news. And I, I really do believe that they're just trying to gauge public reaction. Well, I think the. the the most important thing is, is politics has to be taken out of this whole situation right now. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's interesting that the left up here tried to do make a power play as did the left in the States oh, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Right. So it, it, it's like, whatever, well, but nonetheless, it's, it's, it's like in regardless of whether in Canada or the States, politics has to be taken out of the situation right now. Mm. Forget, you know, I'm not saying forget, forget who you represent or forget what your beliefs are but it, it this i mean i don't know how to say it uh, by leaps and bounds goes beyond being a, a liberal or an ndp or a conservative or a democrat or republican way beyond that absolutely and and i think i think you would be foolhardy not to recognize uh the uh, similarities just as you pointed it out uh, a second ago the uh, the democrats in the united states uh, certainly seem to be pulling from the exact same playbook as the liberals are up here. Like, what's in it for us? It's like, it's not about what's in it for you right now. Well, yeah. It's and, east, west, north, and south. It's yeah. what's in it for everybody within those borders. But but at the same, you know, they, they make a move in the U.S., they're making a move up here. Uh, I, I've always maintained that this government is only going to get away with as much as we allow them to. And when it's, that tidbit of information is dropped one day 
It wasn't before. even one day. Wasn't no. it last night? And then this last morning night. I wake up and I'm seeing the headlines. I'm like, that was like 12 hours. Yeah, they they, they decided they decided to make some amendments. I mean, we're we're waiting, uh, you know, patiently. Uh, I know I am for. You know, Justin Trudeau to uh, make the bold move his father made some 40 years ago when he uh, decided to declare martial law. I've, al- I've always maintained that this power-hungry leadership is What did they itching. call it then, though? I think it was the War, was it the war Measures the Act. The War Measures Act. Which has been renamed now. Well, yeah, you know, they, they always it's try just, and... It's just, it's just a different label. It's, the, it's the same thing. The Emergency... The Emergency... Emergency Measures Act? Yeah, emergency... Yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah, the emergency... Same thing. It's the same thing. And, 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 you know, I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and I, I actually was genuinely surprised when I said, you know, if they declare martial law, you know, that's going to be a problem and I was speaking to a, uh, a young lady and she looked at me and she goes she goes well what's wrong with that so soldiers are in the streets but how old how old was she you know what she she Roughly. What, believe it or not she was she was well into her 40s okay but she she is a bit of a docile uh, so li- she can look at you and go and say okay boomer yeah no <laughs> no no she she was a bit older but she's she's a she's a docile liberal supporter I, I always try and engage in conversation when I can with them and and she was of course complaining about certain things um, I looked at her you know when she said to me she said you know this 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 is a mess with the coronavirus and I said yeah I said you could thank your liberal government for perhaps not slapping a lid on this thing when they could have uh, they could have shut off they could have shut off the, uh, the, the the travel routes and locked down people properly and quarantined people properly. They didn't have to deny people access to the country that uh, wanted to come back in, uh, that live here. But they, they could have shut down you know the routes and uh, prevented more of this from happening. I still truly believe to this day that uh, more could have been done sooner. Uh, and instead, you know, it became more critical that they uh, observed political correctness than uh, wanted to keep Canadians safe, in my mind. You and I have a difference of opinion I, on this. To subject. an extent, I disagree. Yeah. Now, if there's an election tomorrow, I'm not voting Liberal by any stretch of the imagination. You sure? Oh, I'm fucking positive. Yeah, you know, can't, so, can't swing but, you that way? No, <laughs> swing. Swing. Swing and Liberal? Swing and Liberal. What are you trying to suggest there? No, Nothing, sir. My door swings one way. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. We, we to an extent, I, I disagree. Um, and it, I like it when you disagree with me. It, because Why? there's no playbook. There's no playbook for a pandemic that, that spans the entire planet. So I contend that regardless of who is in power, Liberal NDP, Green Party, Hippopotamus Party, whatever party, there's no way... Anybody has any baseline, any knowledge, any experience to draw from to make decisions oh, with yeah? respect to this? Oh, yeah? Well, I'll, <laughs> tell, I'll tell you right hey, now. Yeah, so you're within two meters. Uh-huh. No, well, I'm pointing my finger. Quit moving. Your, your finger's within I'm two I'm pointing meters. my finger. You know, and I don't care if it's rude. I'm going to point my finger and at you. And ex- to a huge... Now you did it. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, I did. To a huge extent, to a huge extent, the comments that, pe- that are being made such as that are 2020. They're high, they are hindsight. Okay. Well, here, here's, here's my take on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're far more understanding and forgiving than I am. Because, see, in light of the fact I that I have this, a heart. You know what? Sometimes. <clears throat> I had mine surgically removed <laughs> when I became a police officer. At Barton and Sherman. And I haven't had one reinstalled yet. <laughs> I can tell you that I have no love for this government. I think they're completely incompetent, all the way to perhaps malicious. But, but never mind. No, I, but hold on, though. Look at it in isolation. Don't group it in, because you can't group it in. Everything up until this point has been a gong show. 
I, I, I agree with nothing that they've done. Okay. And all the on the ethical agreements. Like we agree a hundred percent on that, as yeah. many discussions we've had, and you yeah. know that. But with respect to this situation alone in isolation nobody i don't care who you are mm -hmm. has a playbook to draw from okay well i don't i don't observe anything in isolation i think everything's connected and quite frankly i i think that you would be foolhardy all right to ignore the fact that this government has made nothing but bad decisions since the very beginning i think right and this is again just what i think i think this government has completely dropped the ball i love love right that the minister of health said you know what there's a little likelihood that any canadians are going to get this who, 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 right then then who, the, the graphic artist the graphic the graphic artist right she 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 had a job as a graphic artist before she became the minister of health uh and, and so she says you know very little likelihood that canadians are going to get it that became 30 to 70 percent of you are going to get it which which of course you know was only a week or two later and now now it's become if you don't obey the rules uh we're going to have to enforce it and we've got Justin Trudeau getting all tough guy on the television set saying enough is enough. Like, I mean, it's preposterous. I mean, they have completely screwed this one up. And, 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 and just to speak to, you know, the issue of there being no playbook, common sense dictates that if you've got a hot spot where this thing's originated, you would shut down everything until you know for sure, right, that you're not letting something in that's bad. We're talking about a virus here that could kill people. And so, so what would it take just to stop flights? from coming in and or to only bring home the people that live here and then quarantine them. Billy Blair was saying that additional measures were being added added to this process, screening, you know, uh, you know, clearances and and that people were being quarantined. They were not. All right. We're finding that out now. And the additional measures, an additional question. How do you feel? And you're going to self court. You agree to self quarantine when you get home. All they're doing is covering their asses. That's There's it. No but that's no different than what is being done in the states. They're I know, but they're but they're misleading the Canadian people through through the media. They're misleading the Canadian so people. So then I guess Trump would be misleading them too. And you're a Trump fan, you know. I I'm guess Trump's misleading misleading the public too because he's acting on the auspices of people honoring um, that social contract in terms of staying home because they've been asked to stay home. I just don't like the idea of Bill Blair misleading the public into thinking that additional measures are being, you know, we're keeping Canadians safe. We'll do everything possible to keep Canadians safe and additional measures are being added to the screening process. It's another question. Like, I mean, there have been reporters that have been in the, in, in the airports. There have Toronto been, reporters pretty right. Bad, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you know what? There, there are no real additional screening. They were handed a pamphlet. If you don't feel well, are you, are you feeling well? Yeah, you, how know, you, doing? you feel, okay right no, no uh, here, temperature here's a, here's a pamphlet they're not taking any temperatures and and they're just letting people walk past and i mean you and i both know that you know, a lot of people uh, that that may contract this virus are asymptomatic and that, i think that's the real danger in all this and it's probably the reason why it's going to spread like wildfire is because that you know most people don't show any signs of having it i'll see your hand and i'll raise you uh oh the fact that neither you nor anybody listening to this has proof, can produce proof that anybody else would have done anything better. There's no proof of that. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I don't want. I don't want the job of prime minister, but I know I would have. I, I, you know Christ. what? No, but you know what? The old cop in me says, "Why I'm not? not why not, not be to, careful? And why I'm not, not trying to be a dick. It's just, it's, it's. You're accomplishing people, it though, just the same. Uh, nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna violate the social contract. So I'm gonna give you an atomic elbow <laughs> to the forehead. 
Um, Stay away it, from it, me. It, the only the only true assessment of this yeah. can come after it's said and done. Yeah. And unbiased people that are way smarter than you or I look back at it and, and use it as a learning tool. That's the only time. You can't, you can't, it's hard to assess something when you're in the midst of it, mm. right? And, 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 you know, I would, I would put it out to the people that listen here and go, coach is fucking idiot. Like, what's he doing? It's like, no, I'm, I'm asking you to think this. If you still think of an idiot afterwards, and then that's fine. I'm good with that. Step back and think of it for a minute. What, what do we have as a baseline to draw from? This is a pretty tough situation. It's a unique situation that hasn't occurred since 1918. Mm-hmm. So, that's what three gener we're three generations and and a bit removed. Where are you drawing from? Those people are dead. Well, I I know God, God bless. I I, I know. Right? So, I, like all things considered, big picture, right now I would say could some things in retrospect have been done differently? Sure, but overall, is it is it a total? Um, is, is this thing totally in the tank? I don't think so. I don't no, think no. it is. No, 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 it's, it's, hand, I'm speaking with respect to handling the situation. It's, it's salvageable, but you know what? Waiting the additional half hour, two times in a row, back to back for Justin Trudeau to come out and grace us with his presence. He was, he, okay, but you know, the first one, cause yeah. we're here, we watch it together. Yeah, yeah. The first one, he was on a conference call with the rest of the leaders in the world before that, right? Hang up the phone. We're waiting. Oh, we're waiting. <laughs> right? I don't. Just saying. No, no, I don't, no. I don't, I'm a patient man, but we're talking about a pandemic. To that, be on no, time. Be on subsequent, time. Subsequent to that, I have no idea, but I know Lame. the first one. Lame. No, not at all. No excuse. I mean, I'm not going to make excuses for the guy. Right? He's, he's, you know what? Well, it is what it is. That's where he was. You know what? It's it, my, my disdain for the man is shining on through but if see, you haven't detected it already. And that's the thing that I think everybody needs to needs to... Uh, keep in mind is you can't you can't let emotion make make decisions. I refuse to temper my ju- I refuse to temper my judgment of Justin but your Trudeau judgment and his is being mis- influenced by your emotion. No, 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 no. I just think he's mishandled the situation and many others to the point now where he's beyond for redemption in my mind. That's a, as long as people can separate emotion from. Uh, rational thought and assessment of the situation, then that's fine. Oh, hey. People are, well, we've been in... I'm still engaging in dialogue. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I've jumped in my car and taken a drive to Parliament Hill to say hi to him or anything, guys. I mean, Or left a phone message for him. Right, well, you know what? It's it's, it's sad because I can't even call his office because the telephone... Fax and email. Right, fax and email only. Looks like like his telephone number's been erased from existence. They've been removed from his website. You know what? I did a a post. House, House of Commons website's got a telephone number up for Justin Trudeau office you know uh, 1613 what was it again uh, the, i don't know right they have, well they have a fax number and a phone number for both his office on the hill and his constituency office yeah yeah well the, neither yeah. of the phone numbers are working yeah who we, knows if the fact i don't know if the fax we probably we, pro- we probably broke it as canadians he probably got tired of having his assistants answer maybe. the phone maybe he yeah. couldn't, maybe he couldn't find enough people to put up with the abuse well, but he's not even there though he's at the the cottage right? i know i well, i realize yeah he's probably right? yeah if he's not surfing in tofino yeah now oh let me just cuz i didn't finish my thought with respect to the separating emotion from if you taking, defa- trying to, it, it, no, I'm going to remind you back to the conversation that I overheard okay. when at, at a gun club yeah. recently, and people were not divesting their emotion from commentary in the situation. They were just they're speaking purely from emotion. If you're speaking purely from emotion, then you can't give a proper assessment. 
I, I, I disagree with you. I, I think that it's wrong not to speak passionately about something. No, that's not what I said. Uh, you know, that's you can be it, passionate and not emotional. Emotion will be dictated by the verbiage that you used. That was emotion because they were using some pretty strong language. Well, he's an idiot. Oh, it was way stronger than that. Oh, you know what? I, you know, I think I, 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 I think I think perhaps calling him an idiot is just a gentle euphemism. They, they were going way beyond that. And okay. Speaking totally from emotion. Oh, well, that, oh, you're talking about that's not me. Oh, okay. I, no, no, overheard. I didn't say you. Okay. I just said I overheard a conversation. Oh, Some I of the people I, involved I, in the conversation. I, I thought I might have been being dragged into that that grouping. You may or may not have been part of, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't you that was using the language. Oh, okay. It was, it was right. p- other people involved in the conversation. Well, I always I always tell people to maintain their composure. Otherwise, you you lose credibility. But to me, that wasn't a composed converse, conversation from some of the participants because they were speaking. Oh, that grouping. Totally, yes, okay. speaking totally from emotion. Fair enough. Fair regardless enough. of topic, whether, regardless of whether it's this or whatever, it, you know, it's one of those put the twenty four hour rule on it, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, anyway, back back to Justin Trudeau. Once he decides to uh, grace us with his presence, uh, comes out uh, to the podium and says, you know, from the very beginning. We have done everything. That was the first meeting. He was very, talking very, very softly. Very, yeah. First ve- press conference. Yeah, sorry. We have done everything possible to keep Canadians safe. You know, and I'm thinking, no, you haven't. Right? What a ridiculous what a ridiculous message to put forward to the general public. What an outright lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. So much of what we see in the mainstream media is a lie. So is it so? Okay. Now so, I'm now I'm getting passionate. You are. So is it so what do you do? Do you, tell, do, you, do you potentially just kind of throw it out there and create mass panic? No, no, Again, no. Again, this is one of those things where, like, potentially there's no playbook to draw from, right? Like, I think the most important thing uh, it, right now is, is to maintain the public calm. You don't want people freaking out. We saw that for a week and a half, almost two weeks of people going out and buying, you know, truckloads of, of toilet paper that for something that is a respiratory ailment. To- toilet paper is important, though. <laughs> Not for a respiratory ailment. I, no, I'm only, I'm, only, I'm only teasing. I think I think it is totally possible to impress upon a public how how serious it can be. <laughs> and maintain their confidence that you're doing everything possible to keep them safe uh, without causing a panic. Yeah. You know, I think it's totally possible to do that. I think it's completely the other, you know, other thing to, you know, like I said, drop the ball on keeping people safe by not doing the things necessary. And I'm not, I'm not condoning or or saying it's okay to lie. You shouldn't lie to regardless of who you are. You shouldn't be lying to the the public. I I don't, I don't believe he, I don't think for one second he actually believes he's lying. Well, okay. Well, that's the thing. As long as in, in his, brain he doesn't think it's a lie but okay. you well, know it, it's one of those things where like okay you have to maintain public order and and, and pe- keep people from losing it and we saw people were not being orderly well you know things have calmed down a little bit now i, I really do believe that this is going to be the week that it really takes off uh, as a virus i, I think we've got the uh, spring breakers coming back and uh, well, I don't know how many. Well, not here. I think our spring break was for the most of the schools, I think, has already been passed. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I They're already back in the country. Well, no, no. I, I'm talking in a, in, a, in a general sense, North America. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've they've now shut down the borders. We still uh, are on the upside of the uh, uh, of the curve. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's again, you know, never 
Never a good idea to panic. Uh, cool heads mm. are always uh, prevalent. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but but it has to be taken seriously. And I, and I think that you know it would be wrong for people to think that this is an old person's disease or a virus. It is, it is not. Uh, it can affect young people too. And and watching spring breakers in Florida, you know, doing oh, uh, doing shots off of you know each the, other's bodies, the crack the cracks of a girl's butt. Uh, you know, like listen, I, listen, <laughs> COVID nineteen probably not a good move. Any other time. God love you. God. <laughs> you want to lose, kid? You lose. <laughs> you know, before the internet, we had a thing. We had a thing. What, 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 what was that spring break crazy, wild, wildest videos? You know, oh, oh. You know, spring breakers gone wild. Spring, you know, uh, yeah, girls gone wild. Girls gone wild. They're always on spring break. Yeah, for, for the younger generation Yeah, out if there's there not a global pandemic, you lose off a girl's <laughs> ass or chest or you do what you got to do. God love you. You but know. Probably not the best thing for maintaining social distance right now. No, no, it's not. And, and, you know, to everybody out there that, you know, decided to go away, uh, jump on a plane, do whatever, uh, please uh, take heed the advice uh, of the medical professionals asking you to maintain a healthy social distance from people. Do a little self-quarantining if you've been away. Uh, you know, like think about the people that could be impacted by this. If you're if you're asymptomatic and you have absolutely no symptoms, you know, it's probably not a good idea to go over and hug your grandma and give her a great big kiss. Well, to find somebody who wants to luge. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Don't, don't, when this is done and everybody's healthy, <laughs> if there's any volunteers, just like DM me because I've never, <laughs> that's something I've never done. I'd really like to, I'd really like to try luge you know once we, in a while. We got you know, to get you out more often. That's going to be Well, we can't right now. No, no. All right. And, and, and the last thing I'd like to talk about is is, is certainly uh, there was a flash uh, very quickly. And uh, I think that it's still malingering in the backs of people's minds. Uh, the War Measures Act now called, you know, the emergency, the, the emergency measures, measures or act. emergency something act. Yeah. Sorry you know, for, the, the, you should know that. the, the idea that we would grant this government broad sweeping powers. And, you know, in, in my mind, I tell you, I'm always reading between the lines. When I see Bill Blair up there and saying, we'll do whatever it takes to keep Canadians safe. Yeah. And I've heard him use similar verbiage That's a when broad, it is brush. It is. And I, and I've heard, I've heard, you know, that type of language used before and it's been used during conversations regarding the gun debate. And you know what? And I see that look in Billy's one eye, <laughs> you know, saying to me that, you know, he's totally prepared uh, to take property away from Canadians uh, if he thinks it's necessary. Uh, what do you think? I, I can't say that I can't argue that, but I also want to preface it by there's no way in bejesus they're going to have the 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 um, resources to do that right now. Well, you know, I've had I've had a conversation with podcast Brian about this. It it won't be about you know uh, financial compensation. No, you know, it'll it'll just become a, this is a matter of public safety. That's a straight uh, we'll, confiscation. We'll we'll work That's it out later. Yeah, you know, and, it, and certainly there were a number of people that contacted us and uh, you know wanted to speak about the you know concept of just you know totalitarian rule and how they might just come in and say bang you know we're taking them. That's the end of it. Uh, you know, do they have the police resources to do that? 
that? No. Uh, they but don't have it, any. Like, there's two million, two and a half million people out there. Oh, the police. The police are going to be taxed to an inch of their lives as it is. And I, I, feel, I really feel big shout out to all the law enforcement out there, EMS personnel, uh, all the people in corrections, border services, medical uh, community, med- the medical community, nurses, doctors, all the good people that are, uh, you know, filling our grocery bags, checking us out in the lines. Oh, yeah. All those essential services, those people you don't think about, like truckers that bring us the products that we need, uh, you know, to get through our days. You know, big, big thank you uh, from all of us here at the Canadian Gum Vault. We really do appreciate everything that you're doing and the risks you're assuming. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and if we don't spend enough Maybe time... Maybe they should be getting danger pay. Well, they are. Jack's getting an extra three or four bucks an hour, apparently. Is he? That's that's his hazard Are they, are they hiring? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the idea that you're out there slugging it out and you're still going to work when other people are, you know, not, not willingly uh, sitting at home, it's got to be tough. And if you're putting yourself, uh, you know, uh, in some ways out in, in harm's way... And assuming risks that other people are not necessarily, I mean, there, there are some people that are not going to be staying at home and enjoying the luxury of uh, the ability to stay away f- potentially from, you know, coming into contact with the virus. You know, hats off to all the people that are doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, every one of you in my mind is a hero. Uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that think that that term's thrown around very lightly. But when you're talking about a virus that could potentially kill you and or, you know, a loved one of yours, uh, I, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's too great a thing to say at this stage that, uh, you know, for the people that are out there still, uh, you know, conducting business uh, as usual with some minor amendments, uh, you know, precautions taken, you know, they're, they're at risk. And uh, I think that uh, healthcare professionals would agree that anybody that's working out in public right now uh, is doing so at their own risk. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, I, uh, I, I wanted to talk to you about a couple other things. We got a couple of interesting uh, items coming up in the future. Uh, but, but for now, uh, the, you know, a lot of the gun ranges are closing. I, I don't know if you've noticed that, but we've got got the, the emails. Yep. Yeah, you know, and, the emails. and and again, you know, not something that they wanted to do. Even the outdoor ranges now, you know, have yeah, uh, have, which sucks. Yeah, but. have described uh, that they're going to be shutting their doors. I know the Hamilton Gun Club's closed, Silverdale's closed, uh, Dunville's the, closed, Dunville's closed. All the indoor ranges were closed, yeah. you know, uh, a week prior. But I guess uh, they've uh, finally decided that uh, it's probably not a good idea to do that. Which I guess I understand, but I kind of don't understand, especially if it's a totally outdoor range and. There's six feet between you, but yeah. whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, you know what? People, people still are tempted to pass, you know, uh, pass firearms to one another and share them. And you know, this again, is true. And again, we're you know coming back to our original comments. You know, like that's that's how it happens. You know, you wipe your nose. You got a little bit of a sniffle, and you wipe your nose, and then you handle your gun. And next thing you know, somebody else is yep. saying, you know, that looks really cool, and and quite yep. uh, you know uh, quite harmlessly, you know, you you hand them the gun and say, here here, you know, you try, and you might be passing it along to them without mm-hmm. without even realizing because, it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. But but in the future, pending pending the outcome of, you know, this pandemic, uh, we're really looking forward to getting uh, large groups of people out shooting this summer. I'm really hoping oh, that man, we'll be able I, to do I that. I really hope that things have, God, for, God, bless, God forbid, settled by that point in time yeah. so we can get outside. Yeah. Really, uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, you know, uh, for me... For me, it certainly puts a damper on, you know, the entertainment value. Uh, my birthday's coming up. Uh, I was really looking forward to spending it at the range with my friends and enjoying myself. But uh, these are these are the things that... You know what we can do? I thought of a solution. What's that? We'll hit Amazon. Is it even working still? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I, my mom wanted me to get her a thermometer today, but they were sold out. All right. 
So it's still up and running. Yeah. Get some some of those Nerf machine guns. Ooh. And like 300 rounds each <laughs> and just set up inside somebody's house. Oh, yeah? That could be Or the laser. There's laser ones, too. You wear a little chest rig. Yeah. And you, and you shoot lasers at people. Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking we might have to get into airsoft a little bit when all this is done. There's there's a whole other community of gun lovers out there. That and you get I, to run and gun. Yeah, yeah. With, and you, you can do it in, in the confines of, like, you know, uh, a normal dwelling structure, or, you know, a commercial building in the city. I mean, there really isn't yeah. any, any uh, need for the usual safety protocol. Uh, that might be something to explore. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm really looking forward to that. I uh, got an invitation from Doc uh, Doc Vicky to uh, go do a little bit of cowboy action shooting oh. mounted from a horse, well, actually, yeah, in that's, May. That's, that will be for a while. That's not, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to put that off. But I'll tell you, the second this thing blows over, I'm going to be getting on a horse and 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 strapping on strapping on <laughs> the shooting irons and trying to hit clay targets off a horse with a like a you know 45 long colt shooting uh single action revolver that would be interesting yeah yeah so we got some cool stuff coming up and definitely want to thank everybody that's still watching the page and uh, looking to us for updates uh, we love doing it uh, thank you so much for everybody that's uh, purchased the merchandise still we, we've discontinued for now the advertising uh, of our merchandise we're uh, letting people find out on their own if they want to but uh, I'm, well, I'm people are still i mean kudos to the gun the firearm community because they're still they have adapted every step of the way yeah yeah. And I mean, the fact that they have to close, I think they're, they have to close their doors now. Yeah. Yeah. But they can still, still do online ordering. Yep. So don't let that dissuade you. There's a lot, I mean, past, I don't know, four, three, four days, uh, there's been some pretty nice sales and deals going on. Oh, yeah. If you look around. So if it's, it, it, and the only caveat being, you have to place an online order and have it come through the mill. But you know what? For saving some, some, decent bucks why not you know and that's actually we'll cap it off with that one because i gotta get going soon i'm looking at the time and i'm late for that cup of coffee with my uh, good buddy dave uh but you know let's let's talk about that for two seconds you sure. know what to everybody that went out there and bought a shit ton of ammunition and guns <laughs> panic ammunition and panic <laughs> well, you guns. know what I, I don't even know I, well i think i think yeah. I, I think that a lot of guys came home to their wives with the excuse like if i don't get it now i might not be able to get it in the future the truth is is that our canadian dollar is tanking and the, the new stuff that comes in is going to be more expensive and that's the, that's the reality is is that everybody out there buying their stuff now uh, probably is going to be faced with some slightly higher prices in the future uh, as the Canadian dollar suffers and uh, the economy takes a bit of a hit from this pandemic uh, prices are going to change slightly uh, I think that you're going to see that I, I would hope that you know the uh, retailers don't uh, don't gouge anybody nobody would be engaged in that sort of practice but but if you were to go out and buy your stuff now, A, you would have it. Uh, B, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about things like, you know, future gun laws if you already have it, or at least not in the same way. And the idea that you would get your stuff now uh, and be able to use it when this thing lifts uh, rather than wait for it to show up later is, is a good thing. But uh, hats off to everybody that went out there and supported their uh, local gun stores. Yeah. Uh, saw at Fishing World, it was like the lineups were big. I, I was I was really happy. We, we did some advertising for the good people at uh, Fishing World Gun 
Center in Hamilton and saw and saw the results. I mean, there was a lot of people there, I'm sure, that uh, that were coming to the gun store anyway, but a lot of people came in saying that they had uh, seen uh, seen their stuff on the page and uh, wanted to buy things be, because of the things that they had seen uh, on the Canadian Gun Vault. Thank you so much uh, for showing your support. I really do appreciate it. You know who you are. Uh, I'm not going to single everybody out, but I, I can tell you that it was very pleasing uh, to see so many familiar faces and to meet so many new people uh, that, that watch the page. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Support local. I guess that's what you're trying to say, uh, right? Absolutely. When possible, support local, whether it's restaurants or or, or your local gun shop that can, can sell it online or allow you to come pick it up at a, at a designated time or whatever. Support local. Yeah. And, and you know what? And one and one plug for, uh, you know, a business that I've really grown to respect, and I, I'm definitely going to be giving them a shout again this week, uh, for the people that haven't been introduced to True North Arms yet. Oh, or, yeah. They're, or, they're, oh, yeah. Yeah, if you if you're if you're living in Canada, yeah. uh, if you, certainly if you're in Ontario and you want your ship fast, the True North Arms is the answer. I can tell you right now, uh, the guys that run that place, I love you. Like I mean, not they only don't fool around, they, they don't get, fool around. Yeah, your stuff gets to you real quick. You know what? Like I basically hung up the phone, and <laughs> it was at my doorstep. I it wasn't quite Amazon Prime, but I'll tell you, it was close. They ship same day, and it gets there fast. I mean, uh, it was really, really fantastic to you know need parts in a pinch and to have them there within you know Huge 48 selection hours too they've got yeah. tons i mean this is they kind of they cater primarily for the most part to the ar gang absolutely right which is i mean that's fine i bought a bunch of stuff from them. i still haven't finished mine but whatever um get on it i know uh but huge selection great selection of products and outstandingly competitive prices and the shipping is fast anytime i had an inquiry about something because i'd never built an ar before so uh, within 24 hours, if not 12, I'm getting an email response. Yeah. Like, so they take the time, they're patient with you, and they, they, their customer service is, is very good. You know what? I, I that, That's my phone that's ringing. Your phone I, in the I, I know, I know, I know what's, I know what's happening. I'm late. Anyway, uh, that's about all the time we have for today's show. Thank you so much, Coach Nick, for joining us. Thanks for having me as always. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.